Hello everyone and welcome back to the Classic Wolf Pack. This is Robin Jackson, your host. And today is Desert Patrols Part 3. And today we have a very special guest with me here. And it's the one and only Joe Killer. Classic. 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 pretty good man there's been um i really haven't had too much crazy things happen to me here at night because i'm mainly during the day but when i did first start i did have some night activities my first night my first night here was wild there wasn't anything like paranormal it's just like you know crazy things going on here in the park but what was that there was um it was like right after I was done training, my first night was on night shift. I remember I was driving through the hotel area and this guy pulled me over. He like waved me down and he was like, he was like, hey, help me. And I was like, okay, so I like stopped my truck. This is my first like, first scenario, you know, in action. So I was like hype. It might've been like 10 o'clock at night. So I was going over there to him. He's like, yeah, this girl's in the gas station. And she was stealing everything. I was like, uh, okay, well, where is she? He's like, she's behind the dumpster. <laughs> and I was like, you say she's stealing everything? And he's like, yeah. So I walk over. He walks with me. walk over to the dumpster, bro. And it's just, like, silent. And I'm, like, looking around the dumpster. I don't see anything there. Nobody. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? Then I know her. This freaking girl pops out. She looks like a hooker, bro. <laughs> she's just like... No, I didn't. And she just takes off running into the desert. <laughs> just in the black, like, just darkness, no lights. She just takes off running into the desert. And I was like, man, I'm not about to fucking chase this girl because that's not, that's not what I'm about. I'm too yeah. big for that shit. So and I just looked at him, and I was like, well, do you want me to call the police for you? And he's just like, no, just make sure she don't come back. And I was like, well, she took off, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to have a guy kind into uh, any mischief around here. It's been quiet for the last couple of days, and that's how I like it. And I just do the bare minimum. I don't try to go above and beyond. But yeah, it's just been pretty chill most of the, most of the time. A little things here and there, but I can get over it. I can do the work, do the job. But in the meantime, we're gonna step in to the little place I like to call on the res, Santa. And Santan, you know, I've heard so many stories from Santan as well. Uh, this one story goes way back, uh, I would say like 10 years ago, that I've heard that one of our, our famous uh, GIPD had a call, a call about some people or things 
preachers jumping roof to roof over by the uh, in Santan at the apartments. So I didn't know what was going on. I afraid you know, I didn't really believe in all that stuff or what it could be. But I just knew that it reminded me of like gorillas, like jumping from tree to tree. <laughs> gorillas. <laughs> Yeah, and Tarzan out there in Santan, bro. Santan, man, Santan gorillas. <laughs> but what they were saying it was like they're gargoyles. Oh shit! Yeah, there are gargoyles out there, like jumping from here to there. And they people started to get like lights surrounding their house so they can see them. Because back in the day, I remember growing up that it was always pitch dark, and now today that it's like so lit up like that. Uh, the damn 4th of July there because of this incident and the art police told me one time that when I used to do a uh, as a cadet program that yeah that was going on back in the day that that's one of the calls that they had so uh, it was really crazy because he was how he was explaining it was he got this call about something like I said like a creature jumping here and there and running off into the desert so I was like, damn, man. He's like, yeah, I just said I was just jumping here and there and started to dance or something like that. And he just jumped off the house and they flashed it. And all he saw was just like a, a gray, like a beast. And it just jumped off the roof and then it ran off into the desert. And so when they tried to find the tracks, all they found were just little little handprints. Like it was running like a, like a damn, like I said, like a gorilla. Like a little monkey. It's so creepy, dude. What what do you feel like you do in those situations? Like if I saw something like that, dude. Damn hellboy. <laughs> dude, I would fucking just like I don't know. I would probably just try to capture one. Or I'll probably just run up there and kick it. I think, I think like in today's time, I think you have really have to try your best to pull out like your phone and get a photo of this shit. Cause I almost, it's almost like, it's almost like nobody's going to really believe you, you know, especially with like technology. They're like, Oh yeah, you had your phone on you. Why don't you take a photo of it? But yeah, bro. Hell no. That's too scary. I wouldn't deal with that shit. <laughs> I just run out. I just fucking close my shit and be like, no, I'm not fucking, I'm not dealing with this, not dealing with this shit at all. Just, uh, I just put the volume up up high and keep watching TV. Bro, that's, that's what I've gone, that's what I've gotten to do in my later stages in life, that I've experienced, uh, things here and there, and I'm just like, you know what, I, whenever I feel like there's something out of the ordinary, and I just say to myself, like, I'm not gonna be a part of this fucking nonsense, and I will completely walk the other direction. Yeah. Like, what is the one paranormal story that you have or do you have multiple? Uh, I have a couple. Let me think. I, there was, um, one I actually know from here. There used to be this girl that worked here. Um, I don't know if I should say her name or not. She's a fucking chop, so fuck her anyway. Uh, but she used to work on the night shift and I remember she told me one time that, uh, she fucking swore, bro. She, like, swore to God that she saw this. She said that she was over on Rock Solid. This was before they built that new, like, building back there, you know? Yeah. Where it was just, like, 
bushes everywhere, right? She says that she swore that she was driving back there and she saw like a fucking panther. Just like a giant black fucking cat, like the size of a panther. And I was like, what? Are you serious? And she told me, she was like, yeah, no. She's like, I swear that I saw that. She's like, I've been looking for it. She's like, I actually, I think she told me she called it in to GRPD. Yeah. But they like went out to look and nobody found anything. She couldn't find tracks. So I don't know. Maybe it was like her mind playing tricks on her or some shit. But yeah, that that cat is probably a res cat. (laughs) (laughs) Just a giant res cat. But, like, that, well, you know what's weird? Since that was kind of, like, my first year here, and now I know, like, a bunch of stories that I've heard from, like, other people, you know, and you, that it's not uncommon to almost see just weird animals out here, you know? Especially since, like, I really learned that, like, skinwalkers are, like, a real thing, and they be shifting out here. It, It wouldn't be out of the ordinary, I don't think, to... But I just don't see why you change into a fucking panther. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I think it was Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember one time when I was over by Rock Solid, and I was like first... I think I told R.I.P. Tevin um, that this guy came out of nowhere, and he was he had a lantern walking on the... like uh, alongside a sand by rocks, not rocks, all that, but Sundust Road, and he was right there by Gawiko, and I was like, hey, man, you gotta turn back, you're not supposed to be out here, that's why I was taking this job seriously. Yeah. So I was like, you gotta turn back, and he's like, looked at me, and he's like, hey, it's just annoying me, and so he was just started walking, and then finally, I kind of said, hey, man, you gotta go back, and you can't be back here, this is only for uh, tribal personnel and law enforcement, you gotta leave kind of looked at me and just started, he started running off into the desert. All you see was that lantern just like bouncing up and down. Yeah. Maybe that was the panther. Bro, there, you know, now that I think about it, there was this one time too when I was working night, uh, I was sitting over on Jermaine, you know how like at the end yeah. there's the, the barricades and it kind of goes into the desert? Oh yeah. It was like, it was like three in the morning, bro. I was like parked at the end of Jermaine facing forward, you know? And I, like, see in my rearview mirror that there's somebody walking towards, like, the road, like, to where I'm at, through the desert. But they didn't have any lights or anything. It was just, like, dark. And they just had, like, a hoodie on, so I couldn't see their face. Yeah. And it was, like, you know, in my my head, I'm like, who the fuck's walking through here? Who's walking through the desert at 3 in the morning? You know what I mean? That shit always freaked me out. But one thing I did notice about being here at night... Especially when you're alone, dude. I don't know if it's just, like, the being the alone environment, but there is a weird vibe. There is, like, a different vibe out here at night. Yeah. And I don't really know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but... Dude, I'm pretty sure that there's shadow figures out here, because I know I've seen a couple here. Yeah. You you know, I don't really know what that is. Like, I've I've heard about it, but I don't really know what to look for if you look for it. But I do want to say that I feel like I almost... I almost want to say that I feel like I see that shit, too. Like, I'll look somewhere, and it looks like there's somebody, like, hiding behind something. Yeah. 
looking at me, you know? But then when, like, I really focus on it, it's gone. Or when I shine a light on it, it's gone, you know? And it's almost like I can see it out of my, like, peripherals. That's honestly why I would never go in there at night. Like, uh, especially when I worked overnight. Yeah. That shit was so scary, dude. Like, there was one time, I forgot what I had to do. I think I was writing an incident report. And this is like, there's, I think there's been like three or four times this has happened. But this is the most memorable one. I was in the office and it was probably like around one in the morning. And I just heard like a really loud bang right above me. And it's almost like the sound. Imagine somebody, like, carrying a box full of stuff and just dropping it on the floor. It's exactly what it sounded like. And it was right above me, and it scared the shit out of me. I instantly would just, like, ran outside. But, yeah, I can believe that. And you know what's weird? Like, I've heard that from, like, everybody who's worked at night, too. I remember, like, when I first started working on the night shift, man, like, I, I remember sitting on the toilet bowl, and, like, I just heard, like, footsteps like boots oh yeah and I was like trying to hold my breath and I was taking the husk at the same time I like, fuck it used to hurt me but then I was just like alright right, I'm doing it real quick and leave so yeah. I just got jumped in my truck and left went back to went back on patrol yeah, I kind of hear that a lot, too. I kind of feel like I hear footsteps a lot, especially when I'm in the restroom. Yeah. It sounds like somebody's outside of the restroom walking in the hall, you know? I think one time, one time that one really freaked me out was, I think I heard a door, the door open to, like, to come inside. And I thought somebody had came here, but then when I got out, nobody was, nobody was here. It was weird. But... What was telling me that it's... The, the ladies that work up front says it's a, it's a kid. But it's like, you know, I don't know, my spirits can change to their appearance. Yeah. I heard that, like, kids' parents aren't real. I heard that yeah. anytime it's a kid, it's, like, demonic. I've heard that. I don't know. I used to watch a lot of Ghost Adventures. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Yeah, that's weird. Um, fuck, let me tell... Oh, let me tell you this fucking story, bro. I mean thought about this in a long time uh i grew up over in guad guadalupe um there used to be this thing that people would talk about i remember when i was younger called like well i don't know if this is true but i remember they were called like the chonis and i didn't know what that was but i was just told that they're like small creatures that will try to fuck with you or take you and that shit used to always like make me feel weird but I used to go to um, a catechism just up the road. Yeah. And so it'd be on Wednesdays and I'd have to ride my bike. And it was just probably like two or three blocks from my house. So it wasn't far. You know, I could get home within 10 minutes. Um, 
but I remember catechism would get out around like 6, 6.30, and I would have to ride my bike home, and I was probably, I want to say I was probably like 10, 11. No, I must have been, yeah, I must have been like 10 or 9, but I remember I was riding my bike home one time, bro, and I looked up, and there were the, the road that kind of goes that I would take kind of had these big old palm trees, you know, but they were like high, probably like streetlight high, you know, if not bigger, but there was a few of them on that street, and I remember riding my bike, looking up at the palm trees, and I, bro, I swear to God, I could see something like in the trees moving as I'm riding my bike, like it was like hopping from like trees to trees, and that shit scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. I remember I just, like, put my face down just rode home as fast as I could. But I remember what it looked like. It was like, um... You ever seen those, like, commercials back in the day? Was it the, the honeycomb commercials? Yeah. The little honeycomb guy? Yeah. Bro, that's what it looked like, but just, like, in the trees, dude. Like, that small. It was weird. It used to creep me out. Creep me out big time. How about when you were sleeping oh oh man this fucking shit Ooh, okay i'll give you the rundown on this bro and this is probably the scariest one in my goddamn life um we had just moved to this house um it was kind of a beat-up house and my dad was like a you know fixing shit up and we moved when i was like 10 so I was probably like 11 when we moved into this house because we moved in there like summer and it must have been like 2005 I think when we moved there and everything was cool bro it was like a cool house it was kind of shitty but it was a cool house I had a pool and everything and I used to get like weird vibes in the house because I would be sleeping at night and then I would have a little chihuahua with me and he would start growling and start like barking at the wall and it was literally just like the closet or the wall and there would be no sound so it would just freak me out but there was this one night the night that stuck out in particular was I was sleeping I remember I went to bed and my room was set up in a way to where the door was almost in the corner of the room and then my bed was in the center of the room, so where it left like a U-shape around the room, right? And um, I remember I went to bed that night, and I normally slept with either my door closed or just slightly open. And so I remember I woke up randomly. I don't know what happened, but I had woke up. And I open my eyes, and I remember I'm laying on my back, so I just look up at my ceiling, and I'm hearing a noise. And it's, I can still remember this noise so clearly, even though this was like fucking 20 years ago now almost. Um, it sounded like somebody was breathing like really heavy, but like having difficulty breathing. Yeah. So it was like, <sighs> like that, you know? And uh, I could just hear it, and I was like, what the fuck? But the first thing I saw when I opened my eyes was I had a cross above my bed. And the way the door was, like, slightly opened, 
the light from the hallway was just shining on that cross up on my bed. And like when I looked at it and I heard that noise, I felt, I felt like safe in a way. So, but I was still scared. So I heard the noise, I sat up. And when I sat up, bro, I seen the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. It was this little um, being or like a creature. And it looked like, imagine like Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. It looked like that, but it almost was like its skin was gray and like that, you know, but it was also like burnt almost slightly. And it was crawling on like its hands and feet around my bed so it was not u-shaped it was just crawling back and forth but like fast not like in a slow way but like creepy fast and it was making that breathing sound and i instantly felt like this thing wanted to take me that's like all i felt from it and i remember being so scared and so terrified that i was just like you ever just been so scared that you're shook you like you don't know what to do you know so and i'm freaking like 11 years old so i'm just like almost shitting my pants just staring at like what's happening this probably all happened within a few seconds you know and I didn't know what to do and it's almost like I was so scared that I couldn't even scream or call for help you know it was like just you just have to instinctually fight or flight that's what it was and so I remember I just stood up on my bed and I was like I just gotta get the fuck out of here and I remember I jumped from my bed to my door Cause I was like, I'm not going to touch this fucking ground. Cause the second I touch the ground, this thing's going to try to grab me. Yeah. And I remember I like, it felt like Michael Jordan in the space jam movie when he jumps from like the fucking free throw line to the shit. That's how long that distance felt, bro. And, you know? And like, I jumped from the bed to the, the doorway and I hit the door where I remember my foot hit the tile. Cause my carpet, I had carpet in there, but my foot hit the tile in the doorway and I just fucking ran, dude. I just ran to my parents' room up the hall. And I opened their door and I shut it, bro. And I remember I was just crying. I was crying so much because it was so scary. And, like, my parents went and checked the room for me, you know. But they didn't see anything. So, of course, they just think I was, like, having a bad dream or some shit, you know. But, no, man, that shit was terrifying. And it was probably, like, I almost, it's been so long now that I don't know if it was a dream or not. But I think it's because I remember everything so vividly. Every little detail, it was so horrifying. So it's like, it can't be. It can't be a dream because I remember everything, you know? And I remember being so scared. And I think since that happened that night, when I was 11 years old, ever since then, bro, I had slept with, like, a weapon, a knife, you know, right by my fucking bedside ever since then. And I still do to this day because of that that situation. I always told myself, I was like, if that shit ever fucking comes back, I'm not running. I'm just fucking jumping on that shit, stabbing the fuck out of it. But, yeah, bro. But, yeah, man, that's just something, like, you don't forget. And I don't know if it's just because, like, you're little, but fuck, yeah, man. That was the scariest thing I think that I have ever witnessed in my life. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I know it was a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, so much stuff that, that goes on with the res, man. It's, it's so weird. Some people have their stories from different cultures and 
Is that why you're all fucking looking around and yeah, shit? Yeah, like, shit. <laughs> yeah, we're like in the middle of the dope. We don't know where he's talking. It's not what the fuck was that, dude? Did you hear that? Yeah. It's like something's whistling at us, huh? Yeah. That's creepy. You're going to have to listen to that. Listen to that on the audio, dude. You you're going to hear shit, somebody talking in the fucking radio. Bro, I remember there was like a bunch of fucking La Llorona stories. Dude, I remember I was, like, walking through an alley one time, and I could start hearing, like, somebody crying like that, and it was just consistently around me. As I'm walking through the alley, and it was, like, dark, I was so fucking terrified. I must have been probably, like, fucking 10 years old, too, but... Yeah, no, ever since then, bro, fuck that. It was always, like, when the streetlights come on, bro, you take your ass home, because you don't ever want to get... I think I was more afraid, like, even though I grew up in a ghetto area, I was more afraid of supernatural things happening to me than I was of like getting jumped or yeah. you know getting my ass beat getting shit stolen from me So what he did, he was fucking just, he just sobered up real quick and just ran off. And that lady was just like still standing at that same spot, just yelling, screaming. Shit's terrifying, bro. See, like, you don't even know what to do in those situations. It's like you're almost like mentally not prepared to, it's weird that your body is just like, you know, it's almost like it shuts down because it's like, you don't know what the fuck to do. It's either just, you really just resort back to flight or fight situation. Yeah, that's scary, bro. I think in every situation now, I think I'd rather fight than fight. I mean, I'm too fucking big to run away, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking fight, dog. That's my only <laughs> option, dude. Just really, you know, I think I'm thinking about getting back into music and shit. Really been contemplating it the last year. Uh, I know I took a lot of time off, but I need to... I think I need to get back on that grind. So, I don't know if anybody wants to check out, um, you know, the the music page. It's just official underscore Joe Killa on all the socials or Joe Killa 19. Um, 
and the YouTube page is the Oracle's Militia. So, yeah, that's really it. Check them out on Spotify too. Yeah, just under Joe Kill. I'll probably be the first thing you ever look at if you type in Joe Kill on anything. I'm usually the first one. Okay. The fucking OG, triple OG. Yeah. Please, everybody, to follow my page as well. Uh, my Instagram is Classical Podcast. And if you want to follow my personal, it's N I G H T W I N G R O B B. That's Nightly Rob. My uh, Facebook is Classical Podcast. Damn, bro, you're fucking spilling all this shit like you're the fucking notorious B.I.G., bro. <laughs> My personal is uh, Facebook is uh, Robin Jackson. So, that's this episode, Desert Controls Part 3. It was fun talking about coming again. Like I said, keep an eye out. Go ahead and keep on. What the fuck is that? Anyways, uh, yeah, we're going to take off because... Uh, getting too creepy. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, it's good. Alright, see you guys.